0: and welcome to the financial podcast my name is barbara ginty and i'm your host and i'm also a cfp which is a certified financial planner and the creator of the online class um financial rockstar which can be found out www.planancial.com and i have my guest today ivy hi ivy hi there thanks for joining us thanks for having me how did you pick your name
1: <laughs> oh you know I went to the internet and I googled uh a female name generator I didn't even know that existed so I that, know, it gave something? me like 12 options and this one was uh somewhere in between total stripper and girl next door and so <laughs> that's what we went
0: with <laughs> I love it um so tell us a little bit about where do you I want to ask you where you live I know that out of my suitcase case. okay <laughs> You're a global citizen at the moment. I
1: am. I am. I actually have my passport in my purse. Perfect. So in didn't care. We going after this. Let's go to Paris. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I live out of my suitcase. Uh, for real. Um, I left. Uh, I had a very stable job okay. and an apartment and a normal life about seven months ago, and uh, I was not happy. And I gave it all up. I moved. I quit my
0: job. Got rid of my lease. And that must m- have been a little scary having had like an apartment and a job and then yeah or no it would have been I think scarier would have been
1: staying in that role that that, right that like right it was just it was by the end I was done I had gone through a bad breakup I was very unhappy in my job I was just time
0: you did a total switch
1: time to go uh and so all my stuff uh is in storage uh my cat lives with my mother right now and I split my time, uh, I usually travel about half of every month, and then the other half of every month, uh, I'll spend about a week with my family, and then uh, a week or so in New York City.
0: Very nice. And then how do you figure out where you're going to go?
1: Uh, so when I was traveling a lot for my old job, I was very loyal to Delta, and so I kind of I love Delta. My aunt used to oh. work
0: for Delta. She's like one of the oldest airline students when she retired. She like, no. Yeah, she had like over 40 years, I think 44 years
1: Oh my gosh, that's I the dream. I lo- I'm always looking, like, I don't really want to get back into, like, having a normal job, but I am always looking at the Delta site just to see what they're hiring for. Because <laughs> lo- then you fly for free everywhere. I know, I love them it's so much. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> so, basically, I look to see um, where Delta's flying for, like, a reasonable amount, or if I can find cheap fares. Like, I, I signed up for a, a an email list that sends me, like, Airfare hacks, and so I just got a flight to Republic of Georgia for like five hundred bucks.
0: Really? Yeah. You going to send me that? Yeah. Yeah. Send that, I'll totally send, send that, that over. to you. It's
1: great. I don't know if I can say them here. I don't know if I yeah, can. Yeah, you can say whatever. Scott's cheap flights. Get it. Go. Go <laughs> sign up for their things. I'm obsessed with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to do it too. Okay, so wow, you had a major life change seven months ago.
1: I did.
0: I did. Okay, and so then, what was your was your plan? Just I'm going to take a break and then kind of come back to reevaluate what I'm going to do. Because right now you said you, you have your own company. Right. So, so that was. Was that planned or?
1: That was not the plan. Okay. Uh, so when I left, uh, I was living in Washington, D.C. when I left uh, that life.
0: And that life, you were doing nonprofit work? Is that
1: yeah, I, mean? was a, I was a senior staffer in a nonprofit, small nonprofit. Um, I had known early on in the summer that I was uh, kind of ready to go and trying to figure out what was next. And so I lined up uh, a little bit of work that. You know wasn't gonna pay enough to live on but uh, if I was traveling especially if I was traveling in the third world which was what I was hoping to do it was more than enough and it was just a couple of hours a day and so that's how it really all started Um So I left Washington in September. I had about a month and a half before I started traveling, so I spent that time and just kind of started exploring other things. I worked at a film festival, um, which is just It's so cool. right? never thought I'd do that, and I think I'm going to go back to them next year. What film festival? The Woodstock Film Festival. Oh, the
0: Woodstock Film Festival. (laughs) Love it. That's
1: my hometown. It's it's a great place. It's a great festival. Um, So that was a really fun experience. Um, It was just so different from anything I'd ever done before. Um, and then I started volu- well doing some, I guess pro pro bono work. Do non-lawyers do
0: pro bono work? Does it count that way? Oh, do non-lawyer? Oh, because you're not a lawyer, right? I did free uh, consulting work. That, count? That, that works. Free <laughs> right. consulting work. Okay, I, some... I guess you could still be pro bono. You're doing it for right. free. Yeah. I did some. Okay, I did some pro bono. We'll have work. to run it by a lawyer at some point. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe.
1: That sounds great. Right. <laughs> um. So I did some pro bono work for uh, another nonprofit that I had. I had known about and worked a little bit with in uh, my old job and I knew that they were looking to uh, bring on some help and so that uh I did that for free, kind of through the end of the year, and then that, then this year, has turned into something uh, that is uh, contract based and it's a regular monthly.
0: That's great, yeah. That's I'm fantastic. Leveraging. Yeah, it's really fun. So we normally like to say where you live and what you're paying in rent and how much you're making. I pay my rent to Delta and Smile. <laughs> 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 and so, so just so normally we do the same, similar introduction. So we'll just say like right now you're just a global citizen, kind of boun- bounc- bouncing around. We're not sure about income yet, which we're going to get into because you just started a business. correct? But we know we could maybe say age. Oh, yeah. I'm 31. Perfect. There we go. We got something. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, okay, so you you got some contract work. It seems like it's gotten a little bit more more stable. (laughs) More stable. So now you have, you said two main contracts? I have two big
1: ones, and then I pick up you know, smaller projects all the time, Um, you know, people who I've worked with in the past have their own companies, you know, someone goes on maternity leave for a few months, they need, you know, someone to just kind of sub in for a little bit. It sounds like you
0: have a great network that you can just pick up these contracts.
1: Yeah, it, um, I mean, seven years in D.C. will do that to you. (laughs) Um, yeah, I was really lucky uh, because a lot of my experiences in writing and as it turns out, I learned uh, people will pay you to write. Like, I've done... That's fantastic. F- I've been... Because it
0: can be hard. I had a girlfriend who was a journalist and ended up Switching careers because she was having a hard time.
1: Oh, totally. I I think the idea that someone could just pay me to write like things that I think never crossed my mind. And um, since I since I kind of started this adventure, I've been published in Women's Health and um, New York Daily News. They pay you. That's How crazy congratu- is that?
0: Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. That's wonderful because that's yeah. what you like to do. It's so much fun. Okay, so let's go over. So you started this business. Do you know, you, it's end of January. Yeah, end okay. of
1: January. It was when.
0: When it formed it, yes. And you, your mom did it because she's a lawyer. She is lucky. I know. It's so convenient. I know. <laughs> I'm like really put my sister's lawyer, although she hasn't helped me as much as my lawyer friends. Really? Friend, so. Yeah, she hasn't. I mean, maybe she'll start. She just graduated. So she just got a job. Oh, congratulations! So, yeah, but I feel like you don't know very much right when you start. No. So my lawyer friends have been a lot more helpful.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I need more doctor friends. That's what I'm really missing. Yeah, I
0: actually don't have any doctor friends. Yeah, that's helpful, right? You're like, oh, I don't so, feel good. Am I? Am I dying? Okay? Because right, um, WebMD tells me I'm dying. And I just <laughs> need
1: another opinion. The amount of times I've like taken a photo and like sent it to like one of my handful of doctor friends and been like, what do you think this is?
0: <laughs> my arm going to fall off? No, it's just poison ivy. You're fine. Oh, okay, exactly. Yeah, we need to expand that as well. Yeah. Okay, so do you know? How- what your corporation is like do you know is it LLC is it C corp S corp still don't know, still we, don't believe know. In, we believe it's an. we right? believe it's an S corp believe it's an S corp okay maybe so that's important because the way you form your corporation determines tax ramifications okay so this is going to be your first year with income in a corporate setting like in a corporate having a corporate structure set up so tell me a little bit about how much is coming in with the business so far. Sure. So uh, I have seven
1: thousand uh, dollars a month coming in. That's great. Yeah. It's. I mean, sometimes like I'll sit down. I'll. I'll because catch this up. wasn't
0: your plan to have a business.
1: Not at all. This you was, kind of fell into this. Right. I. I mean, I really just. When I when I left the old life, I had no idea what was gonna happen. We closed the
0: door on the old life, right? Yeah.
1: I I mean, I had been in tax. I turned down a job back in December because I I could like it just it wasn't what I wanted, and I had enough money coming in that I like I could wait for the right thing, and you know now it's a mix of kind of still waiting for the right thing, but also really enjoying this. Yeah, and
0: this could turn into something.
1: This could turn into something. And you don't have
0: to live anywhere particular for this, it seems like.
1: No, I don't. That's the dream. I know. But the problem is, everyone wants to live in the greatest city in the world, so it's also the most expensive city. Would you want to live here? Yeah, I think New York is probably the game plan. It's close to family. I have so many friends here.
0: So ultimately, yeah, so it's expensive here. So expensive. So expensive. But the nice thing about having a business is you're gonna have a lot of write-offs.
1: Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Do you
0: have an accountant? No, I need an you accountant. You need an accountant. Yes, you need you need an accountant. And I would say you probably need a CPA uh, because it's a business tax. Okay. Return. You're going to have a business tax return. So the interesting thing is when you form a corporation, the corporation becomes an entity. So they get. Um, the government assigns it an EIN number. Have you heard this term? No. Oh, so your <laughs> Momentum has its own tax identification number, okay. which is an EIN. So we, you and I have social security numbers, and businesses have EIN numbers. Ah,
1: yes, I do know about this. Oh, okay, okay. good.
0: <laughs> so that means that you're going to file a corporate tax return besides doing your own personal, and so it's good to get a CPA okay. to do that, in my my opinion. It would cool. be good to have a CPA. I'm sure you can figure it out on your own, but when, when it comes to those things, I think... Getting, yeah, there's getting, no way I can do yes, this. Getting something. good advice is, is, is paramount.
1: I, I just started filing my personal taxes on my own like a couple of years ago. And that, I mean, that's a massive achievement, but like I can't do much more than that. <laughs> yes, And that's gonna, a turbo tax.
0: You're going to want, I would get a CPA, someone who can help you with this and make sure that you're structuring it right. Because the other thing is now you're the employee and the employer. Yes. So that means that um, you have to, you're putting all the money you get from, you're, ten, you're getting 1099s, right, from these companies? Okay. You put that into your business account, and then from there you pay yourself, but you also have to pay uh, both sides of Social Security and both sides of Medicare. So I still have to open a business account, too. Well, step one. <laughs> Let's go back a little, yeah. <laughs> so first you need to open a business account. So you're going to need to be, did you get that book? I did get the book. The big black book mm-hmm. with the seal. Okay, Perfect. So you're either a C Corp then, probably, or an, an S Corp is an election from there. But yeah, you're going to go into the bank, you're going to bring that book. Okay. You're going to ask for the EIN number, and then you're going to set up your own business account. Okay. Fancy. Crazy. Crazy. And then you're going to put the money in there. And then But the thing to, to be aware of is that you have to pay both sides of Social Security. That sounds not so fun Not right so now. fun. Not so fun. Because <laughs> it's an expense you don't think about. Right. Right. So you're going to want to pay that. And so when you're getting this money... You want to make sure you're setting aside for taxes, ental security, and Medicare. So those are like three things. Oh my God, I'm going to lose all the money. I right know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that saying? If uh, if it moves, they tax it. And then the other quote, I think, is, what was it, Benjamin Franklin? We'll have to check this letter. But it's, the only sure things in life are death and taxes. Oh, death and taxes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep, so... This is for sure. Great, this True. is one of them. The good thing is, I know that's not fun to pay for Social Security, but that's at least then you have something to, to look forward to when you retire. <laughs> when you retire, because <laughs> so we don't have away. pensions. Like I don't have pension. You're not going to have a pension, I have a pension. Right? pension. Yeah. unless I marry someone
1: who has a yeah, pension. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, anybody out there?
0: I wonder if I could put that on my like what's or what's not Tinder on my Hinge profile. <laughs> have a pension, no suit loans. Swipe right. <laughs> Actively seeking men with pension. <laughs> <laughs> health insurance,
1: too. Oh, what are you
0: doing about health insurance?
1: Oh, man. So I am paying for my own health insurance. So I was... So you
0: need a man with a pension and health insurance. Yeah,
1: ideally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the unicorn, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and no student loans. <laughs> and no student loans.
1: I would even take, in, like, some student loans. Okay. Because at this point, we're in our 30s, like, we're don't, don't pay that off.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right? I and mean, I guess if you could get the pension and... <laughs> Yeah, then you could do a little student loan. and health insurance. Maybe. Yeah, I a mean, loan.
1: I'm really striking out like without even having those things as prerequisites.
0: So like, <laughs> you don't really know. just, just <laughs> limiting the pool cool. even farther. <laughs> got in New York City's a tough dating pool to. Oh be my played.
1: god, I got ghosted by a guy. I I, I, who, like, pursued me. I, like, went out to dinner alone one night. I just, I ate at the bar. It was a restaurant I really wanted to go to. The guy who's the bartender and the the sommelier and the manager, I don't know, the, mar, the manager, too, like, hit on me all night, was, like, super nice, walked me out, got my number, like, was texting me all night. Next day, like, I had responded to his last text. Nothing. And he just
0: disappeared.
1: And I was like, you didn't have to ask for my number. What, why, did what? You do, why
0: did you do this? Right? It's such a mind trick.
1: <laughs> just What?
0: Speaking of ghosting, one of the, my favorite parts on one of the episodes was a girl who was telling me she was ghosting her student loans, and I was like, well, that's new. I've never um, heard of that. So, wait, do you have student loans? I don't have student loans. Oh, very good. You don't have, i Because like, I say if you got ghosted, then you could just ghost on.
1: I wish I could Whatever. ghost on. If I had student loans, I would ghost on them.
0: Usually not the best strategy, but it was funny <laughs> to hear that someone, that that, that was a strategy. Um, where are we? Um, so yeah, Tell me about your health insurance. Uh,
1: I pay 540 a month, okay. uh, through the New York State program. Yes. New good. York State of Health.
0: Okay. And, and is it Oscar? Oh, no. no. I thought you said Oscar.
1: No. What is it? I don't
0: know what I have. But, um, okay. So you're, you have health insurance. I'm co- That's yeah. good. But that, and that was an expense you didn't have before.
1: That was not an expense I had before. Um, I had really good health care at my old job. And so this has kind of been, wow. Like, and I don't even, like, I pay a lot or it's a lot to me, Um, and I don't even think it's very good coverage. Like, I just talked to someone to see if they would accept my insurance the other day because the website said that they did, and she was like, actually, I don't know. Like, they've got all, like, these weird restrictions, and so healthcare is going to always be complicated.
0: Yeah, definitely, and it's good to budget it in because, right, because now, like, now that you know you have – because did you know about the Social Security and Medicare no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good that I do. Now you know in the beginning of the year. It would be worse if you didn't save the money at the end of the year. Your accountant's like, so, you owe this amount of money. Okay, so you have that to budget in. You have the health insurance to budget in. Mm-hmm. The good thing is you don't have a housing cost right now. I don't. So that gives you a little time to build a buffer. And so like, what about savings? Uh, So I've got about 10k uh, of my own
1: savings, and then I've got another 20k or so that I'm really not touching until I buy a house. Oh,
0: okay, good. So you have a house fund
1: oh, and emergency fund. fund. Yeah, oh. yeah. And I really only tapped into the emergency fund, like I think really just to like pay my movers. Oh, okay. I think that was it. That was and it. And then I, I might have even replenished it.
0: Good yeah, job. Yeah, really... you should always keep it healthy. Yeah, yeah just any... your yeah. It keeps everything else intact. And so what about, so you said you had, before you decided to have the life change, you had two other jobs working to see, worked for two companies. Yeah. So did you have 401Ks there? Uh, So
1: in my first one, I mean, I took that job when I was 23, and I didn't know much about anything. HR was not much of a help, and so I just never set up a 401K. Luckily, with my next job, we were a bunch of millennials. We contracted out to an HR company, and they automatically enroll you.
0: That's, that's the way it should be, I believe. Seriously? Yeah, you should just not have a choice. If you want to get out of it, then you can do the paperwork to get out, but they should auto-enroll you. Right. And Because like, otherwise you just sit and find all the forms, understand the forms, figure out what you're oh doing, and then get in. And most people don't.
1: I had no idea. I actually, I didn't even think I had signed, like I didn't think I had one, and then I it must have been like a year ago, I had logged into the system for the first time to like get some tax forms, and there was, like I could see my 401k, I was like, wait a second, I set this up, mm-hmm. this is great. <laughs> I was like the best surprise.
0: Um, no, do you know if they gave you any money? Did they match it? Usually with non it's um,
1: not. I old. think they I think they might have matched. Okay. I'm not positive. But I also was putting in like the maximum you could put in because I was just making silly amounts of money. And oh. I did not need it. That's so. fantastic. Yeah. So. Oh good
0: job. So do you know how much you have in there about
1: I, I don't and I can't remember my login from my phone. Oh
0: don't you hate there's so many logins?
1: It's, and I try, like, I try to, like, have certain passwords for, like, certain things in my life. Like, all my travel things, you know. I probably shouldn't even say this. Like, <laughs> kind of thing. No, they don't I'm know your much. name. Uh, yeah, like, all my passwords for travel are, like, one thing. All my passwords for, like, money things are one thing. And I, I think I did this before I was, like, Organizing, com- yeah, compartmentalizing. compartmentalizing
0: passwords. Okay, so you have a 401k. Do you you do? have the emergency fund. You have a house fund, which is great. And you have no student loan debt. And do you have any other debt? No. Great. I don't know. So this is all about, like, just building this business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Keeping myself afloat. And
0: keeping yourself afloat. Yes, I agree. If you're going to live in the city, if you want to live in the city, it's expensive because rent here oh my gosh. is pricey. And that's when you could talk to your accountant about whether or not you could write off part of an apartment as a home Yeah, office, home office. Right, because you'd be working from home rather than having a workspace. But, um, yeah, it, you have to run through those numbers and see how much you're going to be paying approximately in tax and then setting aside that extra... It comes out almost to a little over 15% with the, oh yeah, sorry, with the Social Security and Medicare. Wait, Social Security and Medicare is 15%? Total, for both sides. So you're going to pay the employee side out of your pay, and then the employer side, because okay. you're both sides. You're both people. Right. right. You're the employer and the employee. Right, it's coming out everywhere. Yeah, it's coming out everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, okay, but... but so, and, and then, then you, the, taxes. More taxes. And
0: taxes on what you're going to take out is... So, the way to think about it is you're already used to paying Social Security and Medicare. That was already coming out of all of your paychecks yes. when you were working. So that's half of it. So now as the business, you're going to have the other side of it. So you're going to pay another 7.65% as the company money okay. to match you as the employee. Ooh. Did I lose you?
1: No, I'm kind of following it, which is okay. weird. I'm terrible with like money things.
0: So the way to think about it is you will cut yourself a paycheck. That's yeah. A, that's one way to do it. And some businesses don't do that. So you'd have to meet with an accountant and see what, what they suggest for you. But just in the rough numbers, when you're getting checks in, you know that roughly 15% of what comes in is going to do Social Security and Medicare. And it's important that you pay into it now because you're young and you want to pay in Social Security mm-hmm. because if you sometimes business owners don't pay themselves and don't pay into it. But that really hurts you down the road. Yeah. Because at, when you get to 66 or 67, you're eligible for Social Security, which I know seems like Forever. Forever away. It's not, though. It's only like 30 years. Yeah, it's not. You don't want to get there and be like, oh, I wish I had paid in and I didn't, and now I have a lower benefit. Yeah. So you always, with it being a business owner, you always want to make sure that you pay yourself first, that you don't forget about yourself and pay all the other expenses, and then kind of, you almost cheat yourself out. Right, you forget to pay yourself. You forget to pay yourself. So you want to make sure you pay yourself and cover Social Security and Medicare so that you have that down the road. Okay. Does that make sense? Whew. So when you're getting the money in, it's like when you were saying like $7,000 with those two contracts, that's a great number. But, but it's not all your money.
1: Yeah, so what does that realistically turn into? Well,
0: it depends on where you fall tax-wise, which is a little hard uh. to say. But we know the security Medicare is about 15, and maybe you pay another 20% in taxes. Federal, right now, I don't know where you're going to be filing. So it depends on what state you're in, whether you have state income tax yeah. or city tax. So It'll be of, New York. Okay. So you probably pay something in New York. Okay. So you just want to make sure that you're setting... So don't think of that seven grand. that's all my money, because it's... It's most, most of that's not my money. That's, money. <laughs>
1: that's other people's money.
0: Yeah, the IRS is your partner in this, <laughs> so they want their share. Yeah. So that's good to budget, and that can kind of help you, I think. I would sit down with an accountant and figure out what the firm numbers are, what percentage mm-hmm. of that you're actually going to be able to put in your pocket as your pay. Um, and the benefit is you'll be able to write certain things off, and then I would work with him on or her, whomever you use as an accountant, um, what could you, what should you be targeting for income to get you the lifestyle, right? So if you want to live in New York, you right. know, approximately what that will be, then how much do you need to get one more contract or can you get by on this? Or do you maybe need to get to nine or 10,000 so Got that right. after all the expenses come out of the business... You're probably fairly close though with seven. Ooh, okay, yeah, I that's think good. I think if you probably got to nine with all the taxes and everything, be... you'd probably be pretty good. Okay. And the, and the important thing as a business owner is um, you definitely wanna have that emergency fund, right? Because these are contracts and one could go away. Yeah. It's not a paycheck. Also, like you can lose your job. It's same a little bit riskier with the business because- There's no unemployment. Yes. Well, you pay unemployment. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Hey, business owner. Yeah, that's an insurance policy. Really? Yeah. I know. I didn't know that either. One of my girlfriends said to me, so when you get maternity leave, and I was like, I like looked around and I was like, what do you mean when I get maternity leave? Right? Like She's like, who? well, everyone gets maternity leave. And I was like, uh, I own my own business. When I don't work, I don't get paid. It's just kind of how it works. That's crazy. Yeah. Unemployment is an in- insurance. Huh. But you won't have it. So if, if I fire myself. If you fire yourself. <laughs> Yeah, no, you won't have it. If you get, when you have employees, you'll have to have it. Okay. So if you're going to grow. That's yeah. why it's good to have a good accountant and a good lawyer. Yeah. Because it can get complicated as you begin to grow your business. Okay. So there is something you said to keeping it small and easy. Right? I just kind of like yeah. when it's just me and I don't have to worry about anyone else. All this other crap. Right? Yes. Too
1: so
0: much. Somebody described their employees as like, I have 20 problems. I have 20 mini problems. <laughs> just got to be, I would never say that. I love my people. but just
1: so much responsibility. Like, I have friends who, like, you know, started their own things. They've got, like, 20, 30 employees. And I'm just like, how do you sleep at night? Are you not, like, always
0: terrified? It's scary. When I first took over, I bought a, I started a business and then bought a business. And the business I bought had, we grew and had staff. And they always say that you need to spend money to make money. Which is great in theory until, like, you realize that you can't make payroll and it's on Friday, and you're like, uh... Yeah, I didn't sleep very well. Oh my gosh. I ended up figuring it out, but, like, the anxiety <laughs> leading up to it... That's terrifying. When you get paid last. Like, I have, have, for a while, the poor payroll woman I'd call, and I'd be like, so, uh, yeah, you're gonna have to take my name off for payroll this week? Yeah. Oh, I did it all the time. Oh, wow. For, like, a year, it was like, maybe I could get paid, maybe I couldn't, because... But you had to have the employees in order to grow the business. Right. So then you come last. That's crazy. I know. That's a big risk. It is a big risk. Wow. But there's benefits. There's yeah. benefits. So I think that this sounds great because you can really kind of drive. You're in control of your future, yeah. right? You can drive the direction of the business and whether or not you want to grow and take on employees or whether this is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. I think the key is just knowing where you're going to be tax-wise. Right? That's yeah, how you, that's the big. And I think it's good that you haven't committed to getting an apartment yet. Yeah, because you don't want to commit to getting an apartment and signing a lease and then realizing that you owe more in tax than you had anticipated because the IRS is not like that. No, I would imagine. Yeah, they're not friendly if you don't pay them.
1: <laughs> I will happily give them my, well, I will yeah. give them my money, maybe not happily.
0: <laughs> as long sense. as it
1: keeps me out of trouble. It'll keep
0: you out of trouble. But yeah, I think the next step for you is like to sit down and figure out where you're going to fall tax-wise and how much of that money is going to go in your pocket. Okay. And then the other thing you need to think about, because I love it, Retirement savings. Just like the idea that I get to retire one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right. Like, right. I don't want to work forever. Yeah, but like, what do people do when they retire? I don't know what they do. They're very, very busy. Have you ever met a retiree? They're always really busy. Like, my dad now is semi retired and he is just so busy.
1: He's really? like, I don't know how he's
0: found time to work. And I'm like, I don't know how either. <laughs> your, your schedule's packed. My mom is like
1: counting down the days. She can't wait, but I, she's going to be bored. I think.
0: I don't know. They seem to like really get into it. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't, if you own your own business, you don't technically have to retire. You could slow down. That's true. But an important thing, like I was saying, it's important to make sure you're paying for the social security and that you're in the system and that you don't scoot around that. The other thing that's important is that you save for retirement because you don't have a 401k now, right? So you would have to set up your own savings plan. I don't Face. Wow. Shock. Yeah. You can't they see can't, this. I can't see your My face. My eyes just got like super big. <laughs> this is real adulting now, oh, Ivy. No. We have some real adult <laughs> things to talk about. Oh, this is terrible. Did anyone go over any of this with you? Hmm? No. I... Okay. No. So I think this... the other important thing besides the understanding the taxation and the corporate structure and how to set all of that up is then in looking into maybe setting up a retirement savings plan for yourself. Because yeah. you, no one else is going to do it. You're in charge. I am in charge. You are in charge. Whew. I know. For responsibility. <laughs> so the two main types of small business uh, plans would be either a simple IRA or a SEP. Have you heard of these no. names? So there's pros and cons to both. So that's another thing you would talk to you about your accountant is what they think would be better for you. Um, being just you as the only employee, a SEP might be the easiest and allow you to put away the most money. Okay. When you have staff, then most some people lean towards a simple. Um, less of an obligation for the company. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you you have to do both. You're you have to think with both hats: the employer and employee. employee. Okay. Yeah. So a SEP would be something I would think you might want to talk to about your with your accountant. Okay. You can look into both, but probably a SEP would make the most okay. sense. And then that way, besides making sure you're paying Social Security and Medicare and your taxes, and you're also putting money away for your retirement. Wow, all the money is just gone. I know. So <laughs> what's left? I hope it's... you like living under your suitcase because I left <laughs> no money in here for rent. Oh no. man. That's why you want to figure out the numbers, because when I think what happens when you start a business is the money comes in, and then you're like, oh, wow, I have a lot of money in my business account, but you want to make sure that you're still doing all the same things you would do if you worked at a company. So if you worked at a company, right, because you don't want to... The benefit of owning a business is you're in control of your life, but you don't want to sacrifice what you would get at a corporation so at a corporation right they're paying in for social security and medicare Mm -hmm. they're offering you health insurance and usually a retirement plan so you have all these this structure that you can participate in hopefully you do but you can set up those same structures with your own business within myself within yourself yeah so that make sure that you can take care of all the different boxes all right does that make sense yeah yeah so i have a little bit of homework to do A
1: lot of homework
0: <laughs> No, just a few things. It's really mainly the accountant. You wanna you wanna it. get an accountant and then you wanna talk to him and see him or her, sorry. <laughs> I keep saying him because my accountant is a man, but any accountant and get okay. a CPA and see if they would recommend a simple or a SEP and then kind of get a better ballpark of where you're gonna be tax wise. Okay. So I always like to ask this question too, and I haven't asked you, what's your biggest stressor with money? Um this is gonna sound awful. I
1: don't have one. That's great, though. Uh, yeah, uh, and I haven't really ever, um, which sounds super privileged. But um, I mean, I've just, you know, I've when I graduated from college. Uh, I wasn't going to get a job because it was the recession. And so I moved to Asia for a year, and I made just a ton of money teaching English because you have no really? expenses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was doing it before everyone was doing it. Okay. throw out there. <laughs> You did it before it was cool. Yeah. Um, I did that. You know, you make, you make, what, 2000 bucks a month, which really doesn't sound like a lot, but you have no living expenses. Uh, your rent is covered by your school. They feed you most of the time. You know, it's really just, you know, going out or it's doing pocket money at that yeah. point. And so I just, I mean, I I saved most of it, and then I traveled with that for a while, and I still had more when I came back. Um, I, moved to, I moved to D.C. about six months after I came back, and my grandfather had passed away and left me, you know, just a few thousand dollars, not much at all, but it was enough to pay my rent, uh, you know, for a couple months in D.C. until I got a job. I got a job, and after that, you know... I've been fine. That's great. Yeah, it, I was really, really fortunate.
0: And it sounds like you're probably pretty good with the budget because you stayed within the means of whatever your income was because you have no debt. You have no student loans, no credit card. Nothing. Right. Yeah, I've always been, I mean, don't spend money you don't have. Th- that's a <laughs> bit, <okay>. <mean, laughs> you know? I mean, it sounds easy enough, but you'd be surprised. I
1: really would be. I am surprised when, like, you know, I hear about some of, some of my friends who are having issues with money, and I just, if you don't have the money, don't spend it. I mean, it's just a very basic concept, right?
0: Except for when you're buying a house. That's different. But, like, <laughs> yeah, also that, don't buy a house you're never going to be able to pay off. This is like, this is definitely something that's come up. Like, you don't want to have your... You want to have a dream life and also a good house, but you don't want to have just a dream house and then you have no money for anything else. Because right. then you don't get to do anything. You just have to sit in that house and love that house because you did not allocate for vacation or anything else. Yeah. We, I mean, my family, like, we... I,
1: it was a single parent home but like my I mean we were very comfortable my mother was an attorney but we I have lived or she is still in the same house that she bought you know 35 years ago uh, she never got a bigger house she's done you know basic improvements but and so she
0: kind of taught you that concept yeah of...
1: the money goes to travel and to, to doing things you enjoy and going to summer camp and you know having you know a car and it's not the best car
0: but it's a car that runs and, and staying within your means sure yeah, that's the key, and the other thing I think that's important, which it sounds like your mom did, is the more you make, doesn't mean you necessarily have to move your lifestyle up. Oh, absolutely, because that's what normally what happens. Because this, it's all about your savings ratio so how much money you're actually saving on what you take right. home so it doesn't matter if you make 35 or you make 75 it's what percentage of that you save sure. that it helps you succeed and i mean like we all splurge right like i have a kate spade addiction it happens <laughs> you have a lovely handbag oh my god
1: i'm obsessed with it i get compliments
0: all the time it, it is beautiful there, there it is yeah i was uh i'll just said... describe it for the viewers it's a really cool handbag with uh bright green, like emerald green, <laughs> and black and white. It's very pretty. I, uh,
1: I got it. My mother got it for me for my 30th birthday. She really just told me, go buy yourself a purse and I'll give you the money. And so, you know, I waited until they were having a, a big 30% off sale. It was always like a deal. Right. They actually are having one right now. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bought a couple of things the other day.
0: <laughs> in case you want to have a good yeah, sale. In case. <laughs> no, I think that's really, really key. I'm glad to hear that you haven't had stressors because so many people worry about money.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm not worried about it, and I think, I, you know, maybe it's because things have always turned out better. Yeah, I I feel like you've always
0: like landed on your feet, kind of per se, like not in a bad way, but you decided to quit your job, and these contracts came out, and it kind of has always lined up.
1: Everything's just falling into place. Sometimes I'll sit around with my mother, and I mean, she. She was very worried when I quit my job. I remember that's before- a parent thing to do, be like, yeah. Wait,
0: you're quitting your job? What, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Right. They, they stress out for you sometimes. Yeah,
1: and I mean like we're from a small town, like she doesn't really understand like what my like what my life was or what my job was or like kind of how I was professionally and so to now see me like doing well and like consistently like finding new work and, and you know, Doing just and, okay. And doing it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think she is shocked. And not because like a good she, shock. Right. Good shock. Not because she didn't believe in me, but just because she, like, just totally different universe. And, like, I always knew I'd be fine. Um, I just, you know, now it's nice that other people who are seeing you know, it care about me and love me also feel that way and are not just, like, so worried for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you, you are. You're killing it. This is great. It's exciting to start a business. It's a great, yeah. you in your in your early 30s. Yeah, this is wonderful. <laughs> so I hope I didn't give you too much homework.
1: No, this is
0: this is a really good starting point. I've kind
1: of been putting it off because, you know, it's like a lot. And like I said, numbers are like the thing I'm worst at. And so now I, you know, kind of know where to begin, which is
0: really great. So thank you. Yeah, of course. I think it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, so, just to summarize, you just want to make sure you get a good accountant and you figure out what your tax liability is going to be. That you're in the Social Security on both sides, and then look to do a savings plan because that's one of the biggest things I see with them with people who own their own business is they forget to set up for their retirement. So you got to retire. One you got to retire. Gotta. I know it sounds Maybe. so far, but yeah. And then if you own your own business, you don't necessarily have to like hit that age and yeah. then retire, but you can grow the business and slow down. You have a lot more control, which is great. It's crazy that I could have this thing for like 60 years. It is crazy that you could have this thing for 60 years. You could potentially have your business longer than your first home. That's crazy. It's also a nice idea that I might have a first home. Yeah, it is. And you have some some money saved, which is fantastic. Yeah. So I would get your business up and kind of get a feeling on that and then look about whether you're going to rent and then continue Mm -hmm. to save for a home or whatever what's going to be. Amazing. But very exciting. So cool. Well,
1: thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I am glad I was in New York. To, yeah, I'm, to glad, make that this. You, I'm <laughs> glad that Delta flew you home so uh, that we could see you. Here. They always do, and they get my luggage here, too. It's really, it's really key, the luggage, right? I know. Well, Delta has this thing, and I don't know that people know about this, but... From the moment that the door opens on the plane to uh, when you get your bags, if it's more than 20 minutes, they'll compensate you. Wait, what? Yeah. Delta's is like the only airline, that I see and all these little hacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, 20 minutes from when the, the plane door opens, when everyone gets off. Like if your luggage isn't on the. Where
0: do they have this written? How did you find about this? Uh,
1: an old colleague of mine who like was the king of all of this stuff told me because he would, I mean, he would always time it out and very rarely did it exceed 20 minutes because they're just that good. good.
0: <laughs> well there's a little uh, saving hack for our listeners. Seriously? so thank you. And if you want to learn more uh, about personal finance, you can check out our class at wwwplanancial.com and that's a wrap, folks.